Hi, and welcome to the Yes Podcast. Here, we share a collection of real stories told by real people who have said, I am yes. I am young enough to serve. We hope these stories and the lessons in them encourage you and challenge you to get involved in kingdom work in your church, neighborhood, and life. Welcome to Yes. Today I'm in beautiful, snowy, Greeley, Colorado. And I have the joy to interview today some friends that I met through my husband um, when we were dating, Steve and Karen Ray. And they are people with such a passion. And I'm going to let them explain their uh, story and their passion. So welcome, uh, Steve and Karen. And um, Steve is the senior editor for ELIC, and I'm going to have him even explain what the acronym uh, means. So welcome, Steve. Thank you. Thank you. It's wonderful to be here. Yeah, ELIC stands for English Language Institute China, and we're an, a nonprofit uh, educational organization, and we send committed uh, people of faith to uh, countries that are often... Uh, we we call it creative access countries, uh, countries where you can't, you can just you come go there to provide a service for the people. Uh, the purpose is uh, to teach English for the most part. We do do some other things, but that's the main purpose that we're there, right. and we're teaching English in the universities of many countries. Uh, when we began, we we began in 1982. Uh, went to send a small group of people to China. Karen and I went in 1983-84 and we thought the door to China might only be open for a short time uh, but this gave us an opportunity opportunity to teach English, to develop friendships uh, and over the years we've developed relationships with governments and schools all over China and so we've sent more and more teachers. The door wasn't open for just a few years, the door has been open for many years for us wow. to teach in China. And then it opened. we opened a summer program where we're teaching students and also teachers of English. So we're helping to raise the level of English in universities all over China. And then the door opened to Mongolia, Tibet, uh, then to Vietnam and Laos and Cambodia, Myanmar, which Burma, old name is Burma. 10 years ago, we began sending teachers to North Korea and recently to certain countries in the Middle East. So it's been neat to see how these doors have opened one after the other. And this summer, for instance, in Mongolia, there's uh, a summer program and there's no age restriction to teach in Mongolia. To teach in China for the summer, there is an age restriction. Uh, you have to be 65 or under to teach in China or in some cases up to 70. And also uh, we're sending a summer team to Oman. So we're, there's plenty of opportunities to teach in wow, summer how exciting, Steve. That is just great. And it's so fun just to see the passion uh, just in your faces. And uh, I hope that those of you that are listening can just really sense this. Karen, can you, um, can you share how, how you became involved in uh, cross-cultural work and summer projects? Shortly after we were married in 1970, we um, attended uh, an uh, InterVarsity conference in Urbana, Illinois, where we pursued opportunities to use our teaching background in English overseas. And at that event, we made a commitment to pursue it and to continually be praying about direction. 
Shortly after that conference, our career counselor on our campus uh, directed us to have an interview with a superintendent of schools in Taiwan. The funny part is we both spoke Spanish and didn't even know where Taiwan was, but uh, this gentleman, uh, he hired us and we consulted with our family, our friends, our church family, and felt that uh, the, this was the leading we were to follow. Uh, we claimed um, the verse from Isaiah that says, whether we turn to the right or to the left, our ears will hear a voice behind us saying, this is the way, walk in it. So we acted on our commitment from that conference, from the counsel of our career director friend, from the uh, approval of family and friends and to go to Asia and spent eight and a half years in Taiwan, China, and Hong Kong. Oh, that is so, so exciting. Um, can you share, um, and either one that wants to go first, but how people in their retirement years, how, how have you seen that they've made a positive impact on ELIC? And um, just like some story that you would have of, mm -hmm. of just an impact that a person has made. Mm -hmm. Well, what comes to my mind is just the, the big picture is that retirees have made a huge impact on ELIC because they, many of them are they're free during the summertime. Uh, or teachers, of course, uh, many of them are free also during the summer, but they, they've made a huge contribution to all our countries where we serve. And uh, it's just been neat because they provide a lot of perspective on life and they're st stable in their own personal lives and they have a lot to offer. So that has been exciting for us to see the kind of contribution that retired people have made. I'm reminded of Dave Starks. He's a friend of ours. He's a PhD in psychology. Uh, he has taught for 40 years in higher education at the University of Michigan. And he's been involved with teacher training, teaching training university teachers and graduate students in education. And he has just had a vision for, why, why don't I use this, uh, all this experience I have to help other teachers and other people in other places. So it's been wonderful to see him uh, make contributions in all our countries. And he realizes that he's making, his contribution is in helping people become better English teachers, but in meeting that real need that people have, they become open to other ideas and other things. And so they begin, they appreciate his English, his contribution sure. in English, but they also realize that this man has something else to offer. Mm. What is it that makes him interested in me and what makes him tick, so to right. speak? So it gives him and all of our teachers opportunity to talk about what makes us tick and what we are uh, motivated by. And that's an exciting thing. He, he also says, Dave mentioned, working on a team is really excellent. We always send people in teams and this mutual support begin, begins to uh, uh, strengthen the whole team and strengthen the uh, what people notice about our teams. And so it makes it, the individual strength, it makes it stronger by seeing a whole team in action. Um, and many of the people have gone on for many years to come back summer after summer and even join, many of them have joined our long-term program. So the positive influence has been terrific uh, through many people, but I think of Dave particularly. Karen, is there a story that you yeah. that comes to mind that Absolutely. you can share? Uh, John and Barb, when John was 65 and Barb was over 60, uh, left their professions in Washington State 
John had been a pastor for 25 years. Barb taught in school for 30 years. And they moved to Mongolia just about three years ago. And uh, these dear folks feel that their greatest contribution to ELIC has been encouraging their younger teammates and that they've been able to um, spur them on to faith and good works, uh, even when things were very difficult, and to show them that, that things will turn around. So with their experience, they've been able to talk with the younger fellow workers and work past uh, problems. They have um, also been able to do, uh, reach out to many of the Mongolian students there who are um, not just students, but who are teachers and help them with curriculum and improving their teaching abilities. Also, another couple that comes to mind are Thor and Barb, also from Michigan. Barb has been a registered dietitian for 30 years, and Thor has worked for the state of Michigan in environmental protection programs for 20 years. And um, they have served in many countries with our short-term program with ELIC. And they, they have said that um, they are willing and flexible to go anywhere, any opportunity. Right now, they're considering a summer in Oman, Morocco, or China. Wow. So with folks <laughs> like this, we have um, people who are ready to go right. and flexible and open to new adventures. Wow. And what a... Um a win-win for both. I mean, these couples in their, you know, retirement years are going yeah. to be, um, you know, an encouragement to these people, but I'm sure they're just like so encouraged by yes. working yeah. with it's these a great, precious students. It's a great blessing for the person who goes. Absolutely. It's a great strengthening and a good example on the on the team. And it's a it's an amazing example to the, to the students that they teach. Right. So you're right, it is win-win-win. Do you have any uh, stories on just how the interaction between the teachers uh, and the students, just any other, like just a real significant meaning? Yes, Barb and Thor have um, shared that um, the love and concern that they have shown the students has impacted the students tremendously. Some of Barb's students call her mom. In <laughs> fact, her birthday was recently, and on Facebook, she received at least two dozen greetings from former students mm. where she has taught in uh, China, Vietnam, Myanmar, Mongolia. And um, some of her students have even received very prestigious job offers and credited Barb for their success. It's precious. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, I think of uh, one other story that Dave uh, shared with me was that students are ready to share when they see others and they realize that we care. We really do care for these students. We want them to improve and we care about their professional life. We also care about their personal life and we want that to develop and grow as much as possible. They have something to offer. So these students open up and they share about family conflicts. They share about death of family members, illnesses, romances, uh, hopes and dreams and aspirations. And when people start talking on that level, it's amazing what can happen in their hearts. Mm. Uh, the uh, one man, uh, that Dave wrote, used to ride to bike, ride his bike to class uh, together with. He said he he credits Dave with teaching him how to be a man, what it means to be a man, and even cross culturally with the difference in ages and all that. What an amazing testimony to say that this man taught a young Chinese fellow uh, how 
to how to be a man, what it how means to be a man. Mm -hmm. How valuable. Yeah, That's one other thing speech. Dave mentioned, Dave just turned 80. Oh my, <laughs> love it. And he, one of his Chinese friends sent him a greeting, uh, happy birthday on your 80th birthday. But uh, he also reminded Dave that a few years back there was a big uh, meeting in Beijing when the Chinese government was honoring ELIC for a long, many years of cooperation. And he, this man got up, he was a Chinese program director of one of our programs, and he said, this man, Dave, David Starks, has been the greatest influence in my life. And what a testimony to oh, say that word. this, that the Chi in the Chinese officials, in the official wow. program, would recognize his wow. integrity, his personhood and all that sure. as being such a great influence. Oh. Mm -hmm. John and Barbara are um, in the States right now on a little short-term break from Mongolia. And they shared that John's work with leaders in Mongolia um, has blossomed and meant so much to these young men. Just that John is willing to talk with them, encourage with them, be friendly, non-judgmental, and no expectation. And to let them know that he cares that their difficult life is important to him. As a result, he's had at least two phone calls asking, when are you getting back here? When will you be back? <laughs> mm -hmm. Another one of these young men that John and Barb interact with is the Dr. Phil of Mongolia. Yes. <laughs> wow. He is in counseling, he's on TV, he's writing books, and working long hours to lead and um, disciple other young dads and men to solve the really big problems that they have in their culture. These, this man and his wife want to come and visit Barb and John this summer, and um, they realize that John has been like a father to these men, and that these young men are attaching to them as closely as honor. Yes. Wow. Oh, what, oh, that is so great. Karen, how would you, um, how would you articulate uh, tying in the mission of Yes, Young Enough to Serve with the mission of ELIC? Mm. Um, well, as, um, as Thor said, uh, it's true. We old folks, like you and us, we, we are still young enough to serve. Amen. So right. we, we have that link along with the link that um, we're looking for people who, with their vast backgrounds, experiences, skills, gifts, training, strengths, are willing to share who they are with someone else. And to, through their sharing, develop further skills and enhance the skills that they already have. Um, one, sh uh, one thing that has been shared um, by Dave is that his heart and his head are full of China and Mongolia. He is sold out. He has vision and connectedness, and I think this is a link between right. the and yes. Perfect. Yes, this mm -hmm. is a link. Mm -hmm. So we would encourage you are you longing for a full heart? <laughs> then come and serve <laughs> in, in Asia. And uh, one summer will fill you up, your heart will expand, and your vision will explode. Hmm. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yeah. That's great. So in closing, um, is there just any other uh, story that comes to mind or something that you would just like for our listeners to hear on something that might pique their interest in mm. becoming involved uh, in ELIC. Well, here, this is 
this just happened last summer. We, I was teaching in Mongolia. My students were they were all ladies, women. Uh, they were English teachers, uh, two high school students, and some government workers and some business ladies. And they were just, uh, they were wonderful people. And their, their English level was good, but could use a lot of improvement. So we worked on improving a lot of the spoken and listening English. And uh, one day we had a very busy day and we were toward the end of class. And I said, uh, you know, that'll be it for the day. Let's, let's wrap it up and that's, you can go. And I was erasing the chalkboard, you know, and ready, getting, piling my books ready to go. And I turned around and nobody moved. I said, class is over. It's time to go. We're, we're done. We've had a very busy day. Right. Didn't move. I stacked up my books and turned around once more. And there they were sitting there. And they, the leader of the class said, well, Steve, we don't want to go. We, we would like you to teach us some more. <laughs> and I've taught on and off for many years, and I've never had a class who said, I was gonna say. we'd like to stay, please teach us some more. <laughs> so it's that kind of relationship that develops where they want to know what makes you tick, what are your beliefs, what, what motivates you. And those right. kind of days are just uh, priceless. <laughs> right. And in conclusion, I quote Barb from Mongolia. She says, I've got three points for you. Start saying yes more often. In fact, Say yes a thousand times in advance. Secondly, do the hard things. Then the one who never leaves us, who has to do those hard things, will get full credit and we can rejoice with unspeakable joy. Thirdly, nothing happens without lifting heaven. So pray, start praying. Her mother says this, if not now, when? She's the one who says this often. She is 91 and still reaching out to people. <laughs> oh, you guys, I love you. I love Jesus. I love the passion that you have. And we just, um, together, we just ask anyone that's listening that you would just prayerfully consider using your, your gifts, your passion for maybe considering going over to Asia and doing a short-term missions trip. It could turn into a long-term missions trip, but doing something that would share your gifts with precious students like that. Mm -hmm. um, if you want more information, Steve, can you give your website? Yeah, they can go to elic.org. That's elic.org. And they'll find a lot of information about what we do. It's a guarded, guarded language because it has to be. But uh, you, you can uh, begin seeing some of the things that we do, and you can get in contact with uh, somebody who can provide more information, too. Great. We also list the uh, ELIC website site on the Yes Resource page. So thank you guys so much for coming. Mm, Love you both. Welcome. Thank God you. Bless. Thank you for listening to the Yes Podcast. If you are interested in getting involved with Yes or would simply like more information about this ministry, we welcome you to visit our website at yes2serve.org.